Hello, this is Jackson. On this week's episode of the podcast, I talk with Nick about having an interesting job with the opera, his background in stage combat, and being accepted to his first film festival. Let's be artful. I am here with, state your name. Nick Heffelfinger. Um, and... So I wanted to get you on the podcast today, and Celia is sitting right there, not wanting to say anything. Um, <laughs> and uh, I want to get on you, you on the podcast today because you have a really interesting role in the opera coming up, Another Brick in the Wall. Yeah. Um, can you describe what you do? Yeah. So um, I'm a super. In the past, my experience with supers have been like, they're kind of the background people to kind of push the sets, their children that they need to bring on to help tell the story. I'm really there in a capacity to kind of um, progress the story where like paints on the picture. Okay. So are you, so does that mean you're technically a chorus member or what is the difference between a chorus member and a super? So they bring us in for this because we do a lot of physical things. Okay. Um, it's, I'm like a specialty super where I do a lot more stage combat. Okay. Um, there's, um, riots, there's, um, um, military men. And at some point we like are in battle and we have to fall down a lot. Things chorus members can't do because they're singing. Okay. Um, so you don't sing at all? No, no, no. I, we're told to not to. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. <laughs> I think we'd have to be paid for that or something. But um, yeah, we're we're even told not to mouth the words um, because we they don't want they they want us there in the capacity of um, you're you're the action. Interesting of the opera. So uh, we've the difference between like kind of this opera and other operas that I've seen in the past. Um, and worked backstage in um, is that we're there the whole time. Um, we're like the majority of the bodies on stage. Okay. Actually, there's several parts where the chorus is kind of off um, stage left and stage right, almost out in the wings. And, and we're, because um, there's a lot of projections. And so we kind of go along with, the projections, if okay. that makes sense. Where yeah. it's 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 where and we do a lot of repetitive things. Um, kind of, um, you know, we die, we get back up. We're we're there as long as the song goes on to kind of help. So the extra body on stage, but almost almost like a uh, a moving set piece. Yeah, in a way. definitely, definitely. Okay. And so, how did you get the opportunity to? Uh, be in this opera? What, what's your background? So um, I do a lot of stage combat in Cincinnati. Um, I uh, kind of specialized in it towards the end um, of my senior year um, of college. And um, I really got to know some of the fight choreographers in Cincinnati. Um, and so she had been hired, uh, Gina, who is one of uh, the fight teachers that I know. She's the... Um, fight choreographer for the show and she sent out like kind of a mass text to all her like fight rats <laughs> and we we all we're all kind of there it's really cool to see um a lot of her students um uh be there to beat the crap out of each other <laughs> <laughs> so so you had 
uh, did you have an audition or did you just no, get recommended no. for it? Yeah. So we, we had to submit um, headshots and resumes. Okay. Um, they want, they were looking for younger men for like this military section. Yeah. Um, and it's a Pink Floyd musical. Yeah, so. it's, it's Pink Floyd. It's <laughs> The Wall. It's literally the movie The Wall um, as an opera. Um, it's not the music per se, but the lyrics are yeah. from the album. Um, and I'm sure they pulled some music from somewhere, their instrumental albums somewhere way back. Sure. But... Um, yeah, it's it's just it's it's huge. There's 75 people on stage. Whoa! Um, at at any given time, um, and and there, it's a mix of chorus members and supers and the principals, um, sure. who are all from not not all, but most of them are from the original production in Montreal, and which this is, is really cool. And this is only the second time that this has been presented, second or third. Right? I'm not sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's this. Yeah, it's the second. Celia tells us, <laughs> as she's scared of the mic. <laughs> so, what has the rehearsal process been like when you have a very specific job to do? Yeah, you know, you're doing this. You're doing the fight choreography, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Totally. Um, but you're not able to, you know, move your mouth. You're not able to yeah. sing in the part. Is that a a strange experience having to do that? I mean, it's different from like acting in a play sure. where, you know, your words are the story where in this case, this is the music and, and our action helps move the story along. Yeah. Um, do you feel like, do you feel like I, I know that when you act, you know, it's kind of the balance between spoken yeah. text and your movement. Do you totally. feel like with the absence of the talking and the lyrics, do you feel like there's just, uh, you know, a balancing of pressure when it comes to what you have to do physically on stage, or is it just you you kind of lighten the load for not having? Oh, to say it's anything? it's a total relief, honestly. <laughs> I don't have to remember lines. I don't have a script to follow. Um, the th one thing I love about operas is that we we don't have to remember our cues when to go on stage. We have stage managers that yeah. they come to the. Um, dressing rooms and they're like you're about to go on five minutes and they have to worry about all that um whereas in like you know a play i i've got to if i'm not out on stage there's no one there to go yeah. get me and tell me what to do like that's they don't want to mess with the actor because they're like you know i don't want to interrupt you while you're going through your process or sure, something like sure. that um there's definitely like just a. I, all i have to do is go out there and run and play sometimes for five minutes and then yeah. fall down um, <laughs> which is like, it's cool though, because it's, it's fun to be a part of such a huge production. It's, it's definitely taught me more about, um, the service of the show. Sure. Instead of like the service serving the actor. Do you think it's, cause I know I get claustrophobic when, you know, the stage is too tight or a pit is too small when I'm playing. Do you think that you know, when you're on stage with just a few people or when you're on stage for this, where there's, you said 75 people yeah, on stage, yeah, yeah. do you feel that claustrophobia? Does it make your job harder? No, I, I think the thing that makes my job harder is the gas masks we have to wear. That, <laughs> that gets a little claustrophobic, definitely. Um, 
like running in these things that like we're kind of like getting our own air after a while. Yeah. Um, and th- but then at least we get to lie down at the end. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> but no, there there's the in the opening and in the um very end is um kind of where really everyone is out on stage and I mean music hall is huge. Yeah. It's they have really great facilities. Um, the rehearsal room, um, is a little cramped for the show and they have told us this a couple times that like we'll have more room once we get to the space but um they have a spaced in a way that it it looks crowded but then when you you have are, your like, space to yeah move. we have our space we have our that's space. interesting and so um what are you most excited about when it comes to being on stage and the actual performances of the show what are you looking forward to most about that transition from rehearsal room to on stage just kind of being a part of everything else, the projections, the walls, the, they have this huge LED screen, um, which is just, it takes up the whole back of the stage. Um, so with all of that being incorporated with the orchestra, with the, we've been called every day and, um, not everybody else, um, has been because they're in rehearsals for they were in Dutchman. Oh or, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. A lot of chorus members were in are in both. Um, so we're rehearsing all day because we have to know our track. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I mean we're I mean we're off we're right back on. Yeah, we uh, we have so many quick changes into so many different outfits. I'm a school child. I'm a a soldier. Then I'm a doctor bird person then i'm you know it's it's add that to a lot of moving parts and and it's fun because she comes up to us and she goes i'd I'd like to see like i i play my character is photographer nice (laughs) um so i'm kind of like i represent the media throughout the piece um and there's like one point there's a riot and like the media is working his way through the crowd and i'm taking pictures of people and i get up in a cop's face and then there, there's a brawl that breaks out, and I get um, picked up and carried off stage with um, Pink's uh, wife. Um, and it's really, really cool to kind of be a part of that story where she's pro- in this protest, and so am I, and I'm kind of like looking out for her, and she's looking out for me, and it's all unspoken because she's belting, and so I'm like fighting for her. Yeah, And it's like half in slow motion, half in fast motion, the whole show. Yeah. Not just that song. So it's like, it, it's always funny to like see the process of someone thinking like, am I doing this part in slow motion now? Or is this <laughs> real speed? Yeah. It's, it's a lot, it's a lot of things happening at once. Yeah. yeah. So you said the majority of your job when you're on stage is that fight choreography. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm not allowed to just go on stage and hit somebody. No, That's basically yeah, what no, 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 yeah, yeah. So define what exactly fight choreography is. It's fake fighting. It's um, the portrayal of violence on stage without, you know, that is it, the, you have the ability to repeat for multiple shows. Gotcha. Yeah. So um, it's always really choreographed in a way that it can be repeatable. Um, but it also um, gives the audience a sense of real violence is gotcha. happening. So, um, what do you? Th- what's the difference between, you know, uh, 
I, I, I can't think of a good example. I mean, have you ever seen... Uh, there's a Star Wars movie where Luke evidently like kicks somebody and it's blatantly like not even close to him and he's yeah. just flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's the difference between like something like that and what you would see on stage? Um, like how realistic, I mean, I guess that's part of the job, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Making it super realistic. Yeah. So what kind of training do you have to go through to actually make that possible? Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of... Um you, you talk about angles a lot um, where similar to like camera angles, um, but it's always in terms of where is the audience at this point. So you work a lot in slow motion. You work a lot w- one move at a time. Like we, we, a lot of the teachers that I've been around like to say that like each moment, each hit in itself is a story. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. I like that. Because you're able to kind of break each little part down, and it also it makes room for safety. There's sure. always that moment of like, okay, you just hit me. I'm checking back in with you, looking at you in the eyes, yeah. letting you know it's okay to hit me without me going like, okay, next punch. Yeah. Like, you know. So, so what kind of safety procedures do you have to go through when it comes to rehearsals or performances what I mean, you said checkpoints of like, you know, checking in with the person. Do you have to do that before the show or is it just during the show? So before it depends on the combat. Um, and like when I was in Hamlet and we had a huge sword fight at the end between me, I, I played Laertes um, and Hamlet. We, we have a fight call before the show um, where you run the fight um, and and as like a safety thing so that they, they make sure every night you're ready to go. You're just going through the motions yeah. of what is going to happen. Yeah. Whereas in this opera, really the majority of the things that like the whole cast has to do is fall down. Gotcha. So they teach you how to fall down safe is really like the majority of the choreography. I, I should go to that. I always get hurt when I fall down. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, you know, how fast can you sit down and lie on your back? Sure. Yeah. Um, you aim for the soft, fleshy parts. You, it's like there's a difference between a front fall, a back fall, a side fall. Like, um, and it, that all sounds very technical. Yeah, it's all super technical and it's all boring. And yeah, naps, naps are just the thumps, taps, yeah. claps that you hide. Um, now, most shows, there's somebody in the background hiding their hands behind somebody's back doing it. So you don't really have to worry about it. Okay. Um, but there are like, you know, one-on-one fights where you have to worry about the sounds. For the opera, it's mostly falling down. So, yeah. it, and it's funny to like have to watch these chorus members that are like in the middle of singing this huge song have to like go to the floor when they don't love to move really yeah. at all. And I actually, that's that's a really interesting thing that you just said because I know that a lot of people that go to operas and go away from it going, well, the fighting wasn't that great. Um, I it, it, Do you think that that's one of the reasons because people, because they're, they're trying to keep their technique with their singing. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to... Yeah, it's the preservation of the sound. They don't want to lose that thing that they walked out with, that total sense of control over the sound. Like any kind of movement can compromise that. And that's to them like, it's scary. Yeah. I mean, the sound to them is 
the you know the golden thing that they're doing. is the show yeah um and so for you critics out there you know just remember they're trying to sing for you yeah um and it's a good thing that you're there because yeah i, I think because i fall down for them yeah exactly yeah i'm you're, their you're surrogate a stunt double. yeah exactly <laughs> that's awesome um yeah. and so now did you take a class in all this because yeah. it sounds like a class i'd like to take yeah it's, um yeah yeah multiple classes yeah. In, in different weapons Oh, interesting. Yeah. So is there like a certification that you mm-hmm. have to get? Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's like the SAFD is the like kind of big fight association in America. And that's like what most stage, stage fighting, stage fighting. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't remember what the letters society. For, yeah, no society for American fight directors. Thank you, Celia. I should know these things, especially cause I'm like applying, but like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so you you have to get certifications in each weapon, which is unarmed, quarterstaff, rapier, dagger, small sword. Um, I mean, sorry, single sword, broadsword, um, firearms is a new one, and um, knife. Interesting. And then there's like also like subcategories like like sword and shield, um, found objects. That's a lot more intricate than I thought it would be. Yeah. Wow. And so, do you have to do a class for each one of those? Yeah. Or is it just going through a process you need, of learning? You need, it? I think it's 60 or 30 hours. There's, there's an hour um, amount that you need to have to be certified. And then you have, then you do a fight within like a scene. You do a scene where, there, uh, where you incorporate a fight and, um, uh, an adjudicator comes from the SAFD and um, watches it. And then they usually, after um, everyone's gone, they will do um, kind of a master class where if they're on the fence on whether you should pass or there's two different types of pass. There's a basic pass and then there's like a recommended where you would be recommended to a theater company. Sure. To like, they're like, this kid can fight, you know? Um, so there's, there's an, after master class where he breaks down some of the things that he saw and he's like, can you do this? Um, and K Jenny Jones was one of our adjudicators once. And she's, I mean, she's incredible. She's the only female fight master in the world. Um, Wait, so there's a fight master. Mm-hmm. So there's fight masters and then there's um, SAFD certified um, fight choreographers. So what does a fight master? So do? fight masters Are they just better at it. Yeah. They're just better at it. Well, they, uh, they've done something to progress. Um, the techniques of stage combat that art form yeah interesting yeah and you have to be well to be certified as an safd you have a choreographer you have to be certified in all seven but at the same time like to get certified you have to teach and to teach you have to be certified and so it's that just sounds like, like a loop yep yeah <laughs> so you got to do a little bit of like random odd jobs where you go in and teach people to fall down <laughs> Which is what really what I do. I go to opera um, um, camps or classes, and I just teach them how to fall down safe. Oh, so now you're you're actually doing the teaching? Yeah, I've d- I've done teaching at a couple different places now. That's great. Yeah. What do you think the hardest thing teaching someone who's never done it before? What's the hardest thing that you have to like impress upon them? Kind of kind of the flow of it all. It it has a lot of moving parts and it takes finesse and training and, you know, time to like 
it's a, it's a magic trick. It's an illusion that you have to like kind of trick the audience into thinking you really got hit. And it's a lot easier than people think it is. You can be a couple yards apart and still sell a slap. It's really the person who's reacting that has to sell it. But um, yeah, the hardest thing is just kind of getting people to like do body isolations. Like, you know, like if you get punched in the shoulder, the shoulder leads you going backwards, that kind of thing. It's not just like a push shove. You stumble back. Yeah. It's got to look like it came from somewhere. It's making it the most realistic it possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. And with the kids that I teach, it's just getting them to stand still and not hit each other. <laughs> yeah. They probably look at fight choreography and it's like, oh man, I can punch someone. Yeah, I can just punch someone. And I, I went in, I taught like this at the children's theater. Um, I, I taught this uh, Jedi camp. That's wait. So is there is there a lightsaber? Yeah, certification? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, so ner- so lightsabers are just a mix of um, broadsword um, and katana. Wait. So that actually is a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. It's a thing. I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, there's like there's like lightsaber um, like events. Like people go and they like it's like fencing but lightsaber fights. Oh, it's it's kind of really cool. I need to go check this out. But at this at this little kids camp, they had these like PVC lightsabers with like foam pool noodles over the PVC. So I honestly wish it was just colored PVC. Sure. Because the foam like gave the kids permission to like just oh, wail yeah. on each other. That's not good. That wasn't good. I made him take it. I made him take the Jedi oath. That I will not harm another fellow Jedi, but then there's like the one kid in the class that says, "But what if I'm a Sith Lord?" Yeah, just whack. yeah. <laughs> so, oh man, yeah, it's fun. That's crazy. Um, so besides the opera, besides your fighting yeah. or your fake fighting, but yeah. realistic fighting, <laughs> yeah. Um, what else do you do around Cincinnati that is artful in nature? Yeah, so me and my buddy Jacob Berry, um, we we make um, short films every so often. Um, we have a little uh, YouTube page where we put them up, and um, yeah, w- uh, we just had a film that got accepted into the um, Independent Film Festival. That'll oh, be, that's great. Yeah, it'll be up in August. It's like. Three nights, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, ours is Friday, August 21st, and we're in the 9.30 slot. Um, we're in the off-kilter shorts. Yeah, it's a cool little horror flick. Um, it's called House of Hell. Um, it's just about a group of guys that live in a house that's falling apart, and um, it's all due to a evil landlord that made a deal with the devil. Wow. Yeah. That sounds intense. Yeah, it's pretty intense. It's a lot of fun. He did a great job with the lighting and the cinematography. The story is just fun. Um, it's like 15 minutes. But it, yeah, it's cool that it got accepted. This this is the first film festival we've um, heard back from. We hear back from the rest in September. Oh, it's great. Yeah, so. You'll have to keep me updated on that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that we don't, we don't cover a lot of films. Uh, on the podcast. That'd be interesting to talk about it once you go through the festival. Yeah. And they got a lot of cool events going on at this independent, um, film festival throughout the week. They've got master classes, um, you know, Q and A's with, um, some of the featured films. 
Um, so it's kind of like a whole week of film stuff in Cincinnati, which is really cool because we, we don't get a whole lot of that around here. Yeah. Um, so where is the film festival located this year? Yeah, it's going to be at the Woodward Theater August 23rd through the 25th. And you said you're on, you're in all three days? Uh, no, no. We're, we're the Friday night slot at 930 in the off-kilter shorts. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay, Nick, thank you so much for being on the podcast yeah, this week. No, thank you for having me. Um, I'm very excited to see another Brick in the Wall. Yeah. Um, what are all the dates for when you're going to be performing? Yes, yeah, so it's got five shows, Friday, July 20th, Saturday, July 21st, Thursday, July 26th, Saturday, July 28th, and Tuesday, July the 31st. And you also have the film festival coming up. Which yeah, film I, festival coming I up. I will definitely try to go to. Yeah. Um, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, it'll be cool. So yeah, thank you yeah. so much for being on this week's podcast. Yeah, no problem. Again, thank you so much, Nick, for being able to talk with me on this episode of the podcast. If you want to see more of Nick, make sure to go check out that film he mentioned, and also make sure to go check out Another Brick in the Wall, where he professionally falls down. It's going to be wonderful. I can't wait to go see it. Um, so make sure to go check it out on the Cincinnati Opera website. And you know what? That is the end of this episode. Our next episode will be out on the 29th, so make sure not to miss it. Uh, we do not have a guest confirmed yet, but I am currently working on that. And also make sure to check out all the agendas happening every Wednesday to make sure that you can figure out how you can be artful this weekend. That is it for me. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. And remember, have an artful day. Mm-hmm.